everybody, Coach Sean Daly here back again with a super special guest, Vanessa Shamby, class of 2016 here at Lakeshore High School. Vanessa, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I'm excited to be here back at Lakeshore. Um, when I was getting ready this morning, I was like, wow, I feel like I'm back in high school again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're only two years removed. Right. <laughs> um, and we were talking before on, on how fast just the two years have gone by for you. Now you are up at Central Michigan University, right? Yes. Fire up chips. Yes. Wore my Central shirt today. <laughs> you may have to get a picture of this. Um, and you were talking about how fast the two years has gone by. How did you know it was going to go by that fast? Is it? Are you so super busy up there that things are just flying by? Why do you think it went by so fast? Well, I I did not realize it was going to go by so fast. Um, I thought wow, I'm going to college, I have four years here. Uh, it's, it's going to feel like an eternity. I have all these classes, a lot of schoolwork to be doing, but it's going by so fast and I'm just trying to enjoy every single second. Um, I'm busy with different student organizations on campus. I'm in a leadership program. So I'm really trying to take advantage of all the opportunities and the short amount of time that I have there because the purpose of college isn't just about going there to get an education, to take classes. It's about trying to find yourself, trying to find um, your passion, things that you enjoy doing, maybe something that you want to continue pursuing the rest of your life. So that's what I'm trying to focus on while I'm there. That's awesome. In fact, uh, I think it was a year or so ago, my wife and I, my wife and I met up at Central, um, if you haven't listened to an earlier podcast, and we walked through, uh, what hall is that Leadership Institute in? Powers? Barnes. Barnes. Or Powers Hall. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so we walked through there because I saw the sign of Leadership Institute, you know, Central Michigan University. I'm like, oh, I want to check this out. Mm -hmm. So we're walking in there, and I see Vanessa sitting behind the desk, and she's like, Mr. Daly. I'm like, oh, my God. And so we talked for a while, and so I know she's just knee-deep in involvement. She was here at Lakeshore, involved in everything. She's doing a great job. Um, so did you go to school here in Lakeshore from K through 12? I did. Okay, so you've lived in St. Clair Shores. A little, yes. little background check, uh, you know, how, how you grew up, family, you know, yeah. going through Lakeshore schools. Yeah, so I don't know exactly what year my parents moved here, but I think it was shortly after they got married. And so I've grown up in St. Clair Shores my whole life. and. I really can't see myself moving anywhere else because I love this city so much and I love the community that's here and hopefully one day my kids will be able to go to Lakeshore because it's such a great uh, school district. Uh, so I went to Bilo Elementary, Kennedy Middle School and Lakeshore High School and my brothers went through the entire same process and I'm really grateful for being a part of this district because it really is like a family and to be able to be back here today with open arms it shows how caring Lakeshore is. Yeah you are still well, well remembered here. Yeah. You know, two years have gone by which for a lot of people um, two years goes by mm -hmm. and then they walk through the building they know some people which I know you do, and then um, a lot of times, oh boy, there's a lot of new faces. And then three years go by, and it's just mm -hmm. almost, you know, besides the teachers, yeah. um, you know, you really, you really don't see people that you know. Although, you carry around a few titles with you, don't you? <laughs> most recently, 
Um, did you win the title of Miss Sinclair Shorts? Yes, 2000, well, I was Miss Sinclair Shorts 2016, but last year, even the last year, 2017. How long have you been involved in, in pageants and things? And I know you've won a couple other titles before. Yes. Okay. yes. Go, go into that a little bit. So I've been competing in the Miss America organization since I was 10 years old. Um, I actually didn't realize that's what I was doing when I was 10 years old. Um, I thought it would be a really fun idea to compete for Little Miss Sinclair Shores. A bunch of my friends were doing it, and I wanted to see what it was about. Uh, I've been dancing my entire life, so I thought it would be a great new challenge for me. And then, after that first year of competing, I really gained a love for the organization, because it's, it's not what people see on TV. There's a lot of negative stigma associated with pageants, but uh, the Miss America organization has provided me with so many incredible opportunities to meet people I've never met. Um, it's given me confidence in myself that I didn't know I could have because when I was younger, I was very shy and insecure about myself, and the Miss America organization has helped me become more secure with who I am because it's constantly giving me challenges and proving to me that if you push yourself and if you work hard towards something, you can accomplish it. And so by having those challenges, I have felt like I can accomplish anything. Um, so I love being in this organization. I've held quite a few titles. Um, I've held four different outstanding team titles, and I was Miss Michigan's outstanding team in 2015. Uh, and now I'm currently Miss Lighthouse Coast, and I'll be competing for Miss Michigan in the middle of June. So I'm really excited about that. Oh my God, that is awesome. Yeah. So is the Miss Michigan pageant still in Muskegon? It is. Yeah, God, because um, Caroline Guy, she was, I forgot what, she, she's my age. Yeah. And I remember uh, high school and college, she also went to Central Michigan, graduate Central. I forgot what title she had, but I remember going out, me and a couple of friends supporting her mm -hmm. out to Muskegon. It was a big deal. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. The, uh, the atmosphere was, was pretty powerful and it was just really exciting. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. When you say you didn't have a lot of confidence, I when I first met you, it had to be your freshman, sophomore year, even though I wasn't your teacher. Yeah. Because did we just have the one class together senior year? Yep. We should class. That was good. That was a great time working with you. Mm -hmm. But I always saw you as this um, quiet, confident figure. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, I could tell you were a little shy and everything, but you carried yourself so well. Mm -hmm. And I heard you talking. I heard you speaking. I saw you in the office talking to me. So I knew you had something in you. Mm -hmm. So it's always interesting. Uh, I got a message last night from another student. Same type thing. Uh, you know, I saw in her what she could be, and she would give me an update. She didn't want to post it on this on the Facebook page, and um, but she said I saw in her what she didn't see in herself. Mm -hmm. But I, I saw in you probably a little bit of what you saw in yourself, mm -hmm. and it took this organization and Central yeah. and your parents and a whole bunch of other people to bring that out. Right? right. It's just absolutely amazing. Yeah, and what has helped me the most is just by being more comfortable in my own skin mm -hmm. and. Um, well, I guess just getting past the fact that I'm not going to be a perfect person. And I always used to change 
try to change the fact about myself that I am more of an introverted and shy person. And I think that is what made me the most insecure, was thinking that I had to change who I was to be accepted or to be successful, to be a leader. And once I just started embracing the fact that I am introverted, then I felt like I could do anything. What is your, most of the, the pageants that I hear people are involved in, is there a platform that you have? Is there some type of theme that yes. you run on, and what is that? So every girl that competes in the organization has a platform that they promote, and you can pick anything that you want. You could make up something, you could um, promote a cause that you're passionate about, or maybe it's close to your heart. Uh, so my platform has really evolved over the years. It started out as the Girl Scout organization. I, my main mission was to try to encourage girls to stay involved because I was a Girl Scout until my senior year of high school. Wow. But what I found I was doing most when I was meeting with the girls was putting on confidence building lessons. And I was like, okay, maybe I should change my platform to something about helping girls gain self-confidence because that's really what I'm doing here. I'm primarily talking about confidence, not Girl Scouts. Uh, so last year my platform was called Confidence the Pathway to Success and I did a lot of work with young girls, um, primarily in St. Clair Shores. I would visit different Girl Scout troops or different schools and uh, put together different activities to help girls see their value and, and embrace their inner self and feel beautiful from within. Um, and so then I realized that there's much more to feeling than just having confidence. There's a lot of work that you have to do on yourself in order to have that confidence. And two of those components are your mental health and your physical health in regards to nutrition, exercise, um, just how you're taking care of your body. So now my platform has evolved into Healthy Harmony, a balanced lifestyle. It's all about mental health, physical health, and just feeling comfortable in your own skin and just taking care of who you are. That is that is pure gold. That is fantastic. In yeah. fact, the, the thought just popped in my head: you need to do your own podcast, you know, uh, or write a book or something. I, I love that platform and how yeah. it's evolved um, from starting with the Girl Scouts, and, and you yourself have gone through this. Yes. So it's um, it's a powerful thing to have confidence. In fact, oh, our blog assignment, I think last week there was a, a TED Talk video. This college athletic director and college soccer coach. Uh, he's a PhD. We talk about self-confidence being so not only necessary for someone to succeed in life, but it's one of those attractive qualities that people see in you. Like if people pick it up. How has it been for you to have so many people watching you, especially young women, young girls? Um, is it been uh, awe-inspiring? Is it humbling? Is it scary? Is it there's a whole, probably a whole bunch of things here because you're out there, you know, with, with this platform and you're, you know, in the newspapers, online, and, and you're doing such a great job. How is it knowing that people are watching you? Because to me, self-confidence, people that sometimes struggle with it, they don't want people watching them. Yeah. So has that been something easy is, is transferring into that? Or how, how, how much does that play in, in what you're doing? I mean, definitely sometimes it feels like it's a lot of pressure on your back, you know, like, you are going to be inspiring these girls and hopefully changing their lives. 
what you're saying is influencing them. But at the same time, it's really an honor to be in that position. Um, never in a million years would I have thought that I would have the opportunity to be speaking with girls and changing their lives. Um, and a lot of my work has been through the Miss America organization. Um, really, when you're a title holder, it's like you have this microphone and people, they want to listen, they want to have you come and speak with them. Uh, and hearing so many people thank me for what I've said or come back to me years later and say, you know, that what you said to me really changed my life and helped me see myself in a different light. Uh, it makes me know that what I'm doing is worthwhile. Even if it's only a handful of people that I've been able to change their lives, it's completely worth it because those lives have been changed for the better. That's awesome. And, and you got to remember, those the ones that you have heard about are the only ones that have shared it with you. If I had some money to bet on it, it would be there's others out there that you have made a difference with. Yes. Just simply haven't told you yet. Yeah. And so there's that out there too. Yeah. It's amazing. And uh, this past year, I started writing a little bit more on a blog site that I have. Uh, originally, this started as a requirement for the leadership scholarship program that I'm in. And we were originally just supposed to be blogging about different leadership classes that we're taking and seminars that we went to, but I have a passion for writing and I wanted to use that platform as a way to share different struggles that I have been through to hopefully help other people or help other people believe that they're not alone mm-hmm. and that someone else is going through the same thing that they are. And um, a couple months ago, I wrote a post about introversion and different struggles I have faced along the way that made me feel insecure, made me feel not good enough, because society tends to think that, or tells us that to be successful, you have to be extroverted, and being introverted is a bad thing, and that's what I've been told my entire life. And so I wrote about this in this post, and after I uploaded it, I had probably five people private message me and say, wow, I didn't know that anyone else experienced that same thing. I didn't know someone else thought that same way about introversion. I mean, it's incredible that you are sharing that, and now I see that I'm not alone. So that is the most incredible thing, to be able to do that for others. Absolutely. That is awesome. That is one of the things that um, I think more people want to share their story share things that they're passionate about, especially when it's making a difference with others, they would find a lot of people feel the same way, and then uh, they just needed to hear somebody speak. And so for you to have the courage to post that, put it out there, mm-hmm. and do what you're doing, and even doing this, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know how much of a big deal this is for you, but you are natural. This is this is really nice. Um, would you mind, is it okay to share your, your blog site as far as putting yes. it out there? Yeah, what what is it? Uh, it's called VanessaChamby.wordpress.com. Fantastic. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Awesome. Put that out there. So besides, um, I know your parents have played an important part in your life. Um, so you can talk about them if you want to, obviously. Are there other difference makers that have kind of um, come out of nowhere or just kind of been there, whether it's been school, whether it's the pageants, whether um, did you play any sports, any band, any 
I was in band. Okay, so there's there's some things there too, especially with the arts. Um, you know, music is so powerful. I've done a couple podcasts in the last year, and just the power, the emotion of that, and how it connects with life. So, what were some influences? What were some difference makers for you, people-wise, things-wise, that really have helped you? Well, one person that you know very well is Mrs. Candela. Uh, she really influenced me in high school. Uh, she was actually my first high school teacher that I ever had. Really? Yes. Uh, so she was first, my first hour class, my first day of high school, and I remember walking into Lakeshore and being absolutely terrified. And so I walk into, I think it was career, career Something career tech. Career tech, yeah. Yeah. I walk into this class, I sit down, not really knowing a lot of people, and all of a sudden the bell rings, Mrs. Candel runs in, is so excited, full of energy, and I was like, oh my goodness, how does she have so much energy at 8 in the morning? Like, this is crazy. And throughout that entire trimester of her teaching us, she would constantly talk about the power of positivity and how being happy or being positive is a choice. And it's a choice that she makes every single day and it makes her life so much more enjoyable. And that's a message that I have taken with me throughout my life because you can either choose to be in a bad mood, you can wake up angry <laughs> on the wrong side of the bed, or you can choose to wake up in the morning and think about things that you're grateful and be a light instead of a source of darkness. And I've really been inspired by Mrs. Candela, and she really has changed my whole perspective on life and has caused me to check myself when maybe I'm in a bad mood and I think, okay, Mrs. Candela was never in a bad mood because she chose to be happy. That's awesome. So now when you... When we did our leadership class together, did Miss Candela come in as a speaker that year? Do you remember? I don't believe she did. Okay, because she came in one time, had to be right after you graduated, so maybe it was last year or the year before you. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we all, all of us have been through stuff, and, and Miss Candela is no exception. And to hear her story, which maybe you know of personally, I'm not going to go into it here, um, but to see the impact that she had on you being positive every day. And let me tell you, she's still the same way. And for those of you, a lot of you don't know who Miss Candela is, she is the opposite of introvert. Her, her um, mascot, so to speak, is Tigger. You know? And I remember in our leadership class, we talked about Randy Pausch. And he mentioned, hey, you gotta either decide to be a Tigger or an Eeyore. You know? And she is total Tigger all the way. And the reaction, if we had a video camera on, on Vanessa's face, Freshman year, I would really like to see this, where, oh my God, what is this lady all about? Because she's still the same fired up, passion, just energy, and she loves doing what she's doing. And I love the impact that she's had on you, and you're not the only one, so I know that for sure. That's fantastic. We'll have to share that story with her. Um, so going through, you know, you, you probably had, there's not all ups in life. I mean, you've talked a little bit about some downs where, you know, you've, you've doubted yourself, you've gone through some things. Is there a defining moment, uh, besides meeting Miss Candela, that really kind of changed you a little bit, maybe for something you had to go through, or a brick wall, like Randy Polish would always say, a brick wall that we had to get through? Um, 
it could be in high school, but I'm sure you've, you've found out a lot about yourself in the first two years up at Central. So is there a couple, there's one thing that stands out a little bit that, that you can share? Yeah, so the past, I would say, three years, I have been struggling a lot with my mental health. Um, and this isn't something that I share often with people. I mean, I don't even really share this with my family. I'm a very private person, I guess, and I like to present the image that I'm a very strong person. And I guess talking about my mental health makes me feel uh, nervous or embarrassed, and it shouldn't make me feel that way. Um, but I have definitely struggled with depression, and that's been something that I've been working on overcoming for the past three years, whether it's been journaling, whether it's been just taking time for myself and making sure that I am a priority. Um, and this past year especially, I have come a really long ways. Um, and over Christmas break, I felt like I was in a really good place, and a better place than I had ever been. Um, but I still felt like something was missing. Some, uh, something just wasn't there. And uh, during Christmas break, I was preparing to go on a missions trip to Haiti. And going there, I did not realize how much of an impact that would have on my life as it did. Um, because there has not been a single day that I have not expressed gratitude since going to Haiti. Um, it has just made me feel so much more whole and complete. And I did not really realize how much my life would be changed from that experience, that week-long experience. Um, it, it's just incredible, and now I, I have just been in a really great place, and I, I'm feeling really good and joyful, and it's incredible how powerful that mission trip was for me. That's amazing. And yeah. as you start talking about this, it's one thing I don't think we talk nearly enough about, um, and it's, uh, it, it is really one of those things that I think we need to talk more and more about. It's... Uh, something I struggle with, and I definitely don't talk about it. Um, so when you're sharing that, it's um, one of those things that's close to my heart to see, you know, here you went to go help others. And guess who was being helped the most? Yeah. You know, it was you. Yeah. It was you. That's fantastic. Oh, man. Yeah. And you're right. That's definitely something that um, we got to get rid of that stigma. we got to get rid of the embarrassment. we got to get rid of uh, the fact that we think we're going to be judged. also important to know when you have to take a step step back from things. Um, that's what I did this year, and it really helped me a lot. Uh, I was realizing that I was just being very overwhelmed by everything that I was involved in. I, I was working, I was involved with different organizations, I was taking very different classes from what I was taking the year before, and they were difficult for me. And I had barely any time for myself during the day, and that was really hard on me. And so I ended up quitting my job at Central because it was getting to be way too much, and it just wasn't worth the sacrifice for my mental health. And after I did that, it just felt like a weight lifted off of my shoulders, and I felt like I could be me. And I was, I was embarrassed at first to say that I needed to do that, but it's okay 
to have to take a step back. That doesn't mean you're not strong. That doesn't mean you're not good enough. That actually means that you're strong enough to realize, hey, something is wrong with my mental health and I just need to focus on me. And that is okay. More than okay. That's more than okay. That's beautiful. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know you like writing and you've enjoyed that for a long time. How about reading? Are you a reader? No, I didn't really grow up with my parents forcing me to read books, and so I wasn't really the biggest reader, but that's definitely something I'm trying to get more into. Um, But it's just hard when I'm at school taking classes when I feel like I don't really have time to read for enjoyment. But that has always been on my New Year's resolutions list to read more because it is very enjoyable to sit down and read a book that maybe is for self-help or is just an interesting story. Um, And so I want to get more into that. That's cool. Um, You you made a recommendation back a while ago to Dr. Lip. Mm -hmm. About was it the Traveler's Gift? Yes, yes. He still talks about that. We, I, it's a great book. We have brought that up a number of times on how you um, shared that with him, mm-hmm. and he loves that book. Yeah. You know, so that's that's a huge impact. Yeah, and I and the Traveler's Gift. I believe it's seven different steps towards success. I think, I think there's so. seven. Right. And one of those steps was to choose to be happy, and I thought that was a really powerful segment in it. Just like I was talking about Mrs. Candela, she chooses to be happy every single day um, because it is a choice. You, you can wake up upset or you can wake up feeling grateful. Um, and so it's definitely a good book to read because it helped me gain a new perspective on life. That is huge. Yeah, books can definitely be something that helps uh, no matter what you're looking for. And I think it's uh, it helps you draw uh, some new things about yourself and learning from somebody else, which is, which is always awesome. Um, okay, we're almost done. A couple of questions. If you had the opportunity uh, to sit, whether it's on a bench or someplace, that's special to you, mm-hmm. where would that place be, number one? And then who would you be talking with? Who would you love to have a conversation with, alive or dead? They, they, they might not even be around anymore, but and maybe it's somebody you've never met. But who would be that someone that would sit in that special place? So where's the special place, mm-hmm. and who would you be talking to? Mm-hmm. Uh, so my dad and I love going for bike rides, mm-hmm. and whenever we go for a bike ride, we always go to a park somewhere in St. Clair Shores. And one of my favorite stops is a pier that's right behind Wabi Park, right, right on Jefferson. Um, there's a pier right behind Wabi Park, and it's such a relaxing place to just sit, stare at the water, especially when it's a nice warm day. There's there's trees that shade you, and it's just a really nice place to sit. And then someone that I would want to be sitting with, having a conversation with, uh, it would be Ellen DeGeneres. I, I love Ellen because she shows us that even though there's so much negativity in this world and there's so much negative news right now, that there's still optimism, that there's still good people. And I love how she ends every single one of her shows with be kind to one another. Because even though it's something so simple, it's something that really makes a huge impact. And I would just love to talk with her and talk about how she finds you know, that 
that that light in her life and how she has come to be such a kind and genuine person. Mm, that's outstanding. Great lessons mm-hmm. that she offers. Mm-hmm. And I've been hearing it a lot lately about um, someone quoted, if, if you have to choose between being right and being kind, choose kindness. Yes. And that's something I've been trying to do more and more of. She echoes that point for sure. Where do you see yourself five years from now? In five years, well, I am hoping that I will be working somewhere as a registered dietitian. Um, I'm currently majoring in dietetics and minor leadership, and uh, it's it's a long process. I uh, it's a four year degree, and then I have a one year internship that I have to apply for that is possibly unpaid, so I'm not looking forward to that. But uh, So it's in total a five-year program, and I'm hoping that I'll come out of it successful, as knowledgeable as I can in dietetics. And then also, at the end of the day, I hope that with whatever I'm doing, I'm just happy. Even though that sounds cliche, I hope that I'm happy and and loving my life um, and and surrounded by people that I love. Mm Sounds like a great plan. Yeah. I like it. Did you know in high school what you wanted to do after you graduated high school? I didn't. Uh, I actually went into my first year undecided. Uh, I was kind of focusing on communications. I thought maybe that's something that I'll be going into because I'm good at public speaking. Uh, I like to write. So that would probably be the direction that I'm going in. And then while I was considering having communication, public relations my major, I felt so lost and I wasn't really enjoying the classes, I didn't like what I was learning. And then between the summer of my freshman and sophomore year, I just sat down and I looked through the course book and I was looking through all the majors and I was hoping that something would pop out at me. And then I thought to myself, why is my major not dietetics? I've been thinking in the back of my mind since my senior year of high school that I want to go into something nutrition related. Mm. Except I didn't think that that was something that I could do or pursue, or I didn't think that CMU offered something like that. And so then I sat down and I changed my entire schedule. I, I made a four-year plan, and now I couldn't be happier with my choice. That's awesome. Yeah. And to hear that um, brings back memories of Central to me, uh, I love Central Michigan. It's meant so much to me and my family. Um, my wife went there, my son graduated from there, my daughter was up there for two years. Um, and it was a magical place, and I did have a light bulb moment almost like that. Mm-hmm. Two years in there, do you feel kind of the same way? Is there something special about Central Michigan, and obviously for you, but do you see it in other people up there too? Absolutely. I mean, the school spirit alone on campus is incredible. Uh, I actually went to Florida, I think it was my freshman year. Uh, It was over Christmas break, and I saw some people with some chips shirts on, and I was like, fire up chips, and they were so excited to meet another Chippewa. Uh, But the school spirit on campus is probably one of the greatest things about being there because everyone loves it. And if we're a big community, we're like a family, uh, a tight-knit family, and it's incredible. Yeah, absolutely. Love that place. Well, this has been awesome. 
I uh, really have enjoyed spending some time with you, Vanessa, and thank you for sharing these stories. And I hope we can do it again because yes. um, this is going really well. So, hey, everybody, uh, this is Coach John Daly signing off. Hopefully you guys are having a good day wherever you're at and whenever you listen to this. Uh, again, I'll put in the show notes on how you can get in touch with Vanessa and um, all the awesome stuff that she has to offer and what she's getting into. And I hope you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk again soon. See you.